Good morning, former Prime Minister. Wow. G'day, Molo. <laughs> <laughs> It's the first time you've now you're so relaxed now you've left politics. <laughs> yeah, well, it's still still a month or so to go, but um, yeah, no, no, I haven't. It's, I'm looking forward to the new season. I've loved all the opportunities I've had in in politics and and met amazing people, including your good self. And as you know, absolutely loved your dad, wonderful man. And uh, and through him, obviously, we got to meet. And um, and so yeah, mate, always happy to take the call when 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 you call me, Aaron. But oh, what about uh, what about uh, Scott? What about when she didn't go into politics? When you were, you gave her an opportunity and she rejected that? Does that still That's annoy a you? Harsh no, look, I, I look. I think Erin would be fantastic in the parliament. I think she'd she'd be. I meant everything I said, but I totally mm, respect her decision uh, with with her, with her daughter and everything. I get that too, and Jenny certainly did. And you know, um, first things have got to come first, and. Uh, and now I get the opportunity to sort of invest a lot more back into to my family who's put yeah. up with a lot for me to, to have the honour and privilege to do what I've done over many, many years. And I'm thankful to them, as I am to my local community down in the Shire in southern Sydney. You know, they, they've supported me through thick and thin over the years and I'm very grateful to them. And I, I'd want to make sure now that they can... Uh, have a, a new candidate who, who'll contest the by-election ultimately. Who'll bring in you know, that same passion and commitment and and uh, enthusiasm for the job that you know I went into it with 16 years ago. And Aaron, any time you want to put your hand up, you know yeah. you do a terrific <laughs> job. You do a terrific job. That that's a real honour. Thank you. So it it honestly is. It's such an incredible honour that people would think that I could make a contribution in that arena. And look, one day down the track, I think I will definitely look at that. I, I wanted to. This is one of my favourite moments, and not. Husey, because the Prime Minister mentions me on the floor of Parliament, but because of what it meant. (laughs) Thank you so much. Have a listen. Stronger powers to protect Australians online from trolls and bullies have been passed by this Parliament, Mr Speaker. Important protections, keeping Australians safe, and I particularly commend Erin Molan for her advocacy. (laughs) Sorry, I had no idea that bit was on the edge. I'm so sorry. Good name check there. Good name check. (laughs) But Prime Minister, that, that... Meant so much to me, so much to my yeah. family, so much to so many Australians, and and I annoyed the hell out of you. And you were just so willing every step of the way, and spoke to me about your girls and and what you hope these laws would do. And I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for making something that we desperately needed happen in this country. And and you look at legacy. I'd love to know how you whether you see that as part of your legacy. What do you see as the legacy of not just your prime ministership, but your time in Parliament? Well, look, of, of course, things like that. The great privilege of being Prime Minister, Member of Parliament, is you do get these opportunities to make some changes. And on that one, as you know, it's a, you know, John Howard always used to talk about things that have an ever receding finishing line. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, on- online safety is is one of those things and bullying online and all of those things and the in- mental health impacts. Mental health was always something I was really passionate about uh, in the Parliament um, before I was a Prime Minister. Greg Hunt and I did a lot of great work in that space on mental health, increasing funding and services. Um, you know, we did a lot of work in health, endometriosis, on cystic fibrosis. Yes. But, um, you know, making sure through the pandemic, you know, you know, during the pandemic, the death by suicide rate actually fell. Uh, we put so much resources so into just so So people understand, um, th- that means that there were less people taking their lives during COVID. Yeah, that's yes, right. And, yeah. and that was one of our biggest fears during COVID, that the mental strain and stress um, would take a heavy toll above and beyond COVID. And that was a really high priority for us. And uh, and so we invested heavily in that. But people kept their jobs. They kept their businesses. They they got through. And 
that that obviously was the big challenge of our time. But the other big one, of course, was was dealing with a very assertive and hostile China, and that mm. remains the case. And you know, I'll continue to work in that now that you know when I leave the parliament at the end of February, I'm working with some guys I work with over in the states, uh, Mike Pompeo, who used to oh, run the C yes. CIA and uh, and was the the Secretary oh. of State, and uh, Robert O'Brien, who was the National Security Advisor. So, will you stay in Australia, mate, or you? Will yeah. you possibly you will stay in Australia. Yeah, never leave the show, mate. Well, yeah, hey, right. you, can, you can't. It's illegal. <laughs> can I ask <laughs> you, just like, how old were you? And I, I remember dreaming of being Prime Minister as a kid because you know it's you still can, buddy. No, well, it's an <laughs> Keep ego. The dream alive. Keep, Keep the dream alive. alive. How do you he think he'd go? Do you know? Do you know? Uh, you know, Skomo, you've been talking about Aaron in Parliament. What about Husey? How do you think he'd go in there? Mate, I've been watching Husey, and this is how old he is, for a really long time, yes. and I've always enjoyed his dry, dry. Wit. We've met a couple of times. Yes. And, yes. Uh, and it's, mate. Yeah, you're, you're, you, you, you capture the Australian sense of humour. I think. Famously, famously well, and uh, that's why I think you know some of the Australians love your wit and oh, you have a good crack at things. Good so, on you, mate. You know, so, but can I ask yeah. about you though? When did you first dream of being prime minister? When you were a child, did you actually dream about it because you got there? So did, was yeah, it no, no, didn't did sort it? of happen like that for me. I mean, I was always interested in politics. My father had been a, a local independent mayor here in Sydney, and and so I got exposed to it through that. And then sort of life takes its turns, and you. You find yourself, you know, um, with the opportunity to run for parliament, you do, and then you work hard. And, and uh, you know, there's no substitute in politics for working hard. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's plenty of people who are clever, and there's a lot of people who think they're the smartest people in the room. But mm. the ones I think who. Are you often talking about Kevin Rudd? I believe that's <laughs> no, 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 I'm not, not talking about Kevin and I getting on very well. That is <laughs> good. I saw him that in is good. <laughs> and we caught up and. Uh, yeah, so oh, great. lovely. That's, uh, That's good. PM hardest moment. PM <laughs> former oh, PM. Before we before we let you go, what was the hardest part of your time in politics? Oh, look, there were so many, Erin, and I've already mentioned two of them. Dealing with China was very challenging, um, but and and the pandemic. But it goes back to something you, you, your dad and I did back in uh, when we started when I was immigration minister, and even before then. You know, the, the, the boat crisis was awful. People yeah. were losing their lives every day. It was so hard to fix. And we had to do some really difficult stuff. And, and uh, I've always been thankful to your dad and Tony Abbott for standing by me during that period and, and, and getting that right. And I'm just glad that, that that's not happening anymore. Yeah. Um, there were many other things. And I'm, I'm just thankful to my community, thankful to my family and, and grateful for the many wonderful people I was able to meet. Just, you know, Australians all around the country. You know, when floods hit, when other things hit, you know, I remember very early in my apprenticeship, I was up in North Queensland. I was meeting one one month people affected by drought, the next one month people affected by floods. And, you know, mm. it's, it can be a tough place to live, Australia, but I tell you, best people in the world, best place to live. How could you have done it without Jen? Could you have ever done oh, it? What, gosh, has, what did no. she mean to you? Oh, she means everything. It's just the girls. And, uh, you know, now the great thing is, is we you know, get to spend that time, which we haven't been able to spend as much. This last 18 months, well, I've obviously spent a bit, a lot more time at home. I She's sick of you a little bit? Is she happy about it? She's a little bit sick of you? Most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs>